Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to continue the series of podcasts we started last week called Mind Fitness. So we're two episodes into this new series. I'm sorry if there's some background noise. I'm driving while I do this podcast. But I want to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ. This past Sunday, Pastor Mel Walker spoke to us how Jesus Christ impacts every area of our life. From a famous passage in Luke where Jesus appeared to two men walking on a road and and started telling them about himself. And they had little to no knowledge of the gospel and they had no idea that it was Jesus Christ who was talking to them until he revealed himself. And I guess that passage reveals something about us as well as we often don't realize how much the Lord Jesus Christ infiltrates our life. And one day we're going to know that. The curtain's going to be pulled back and we're going to be able to see and tell how much the Lord Jesus Christ impacted our lives. And I believe it's going to astonish us. See, now we know it. We know it as a doctrinal lesson that Jesus Christ is the creator. You know, he's our savior. He's our redeemer. He's our sustainer. And, you know, Colossians says that he is above all things and in him all things consist. Hebrews says he holds the entire universe together by the word of his power. And doctrinally, I can get on board with that. And I understand Jesus Christ is pretty important. And I love speaking about him and I love thinking about that. But I still don't think I understand to what degree he impacts my life. And there's a couple examples in my life where that's happened. Um, I didn't realize how big and how profound something was until I got into it myself. And let me give you a couple examples of that. When I was growing up, I you know, had good parents, hopefully like many of you did. I had a mom and a dad and both my mom and dad loved the Lord and they loved their family and they, you know, they loved us and served us and protected us and provided for us and took care of us. But growing up, probably like most kids, I took my parents for granted and kind of saw them as in the way of my life and my dreams and things that I wanted to do. And it wasn't until I became a parent, and I think every parent says that to their kids at one point, when you become a parent, you'll understand. But it's true. When I became a parent, I started to realize how important I am for my children and how much I do for my children. And and my eyes were opened. And honestly, I think I appreciated my mom and dad so much more when I became a parent because I started to realize, wow, parents do a lot for their kids. And that, that's something that doesn't dawn on you until you're a parent. Even if someone explains it to you, it's, it just doesn't make an impact in your life until you see it up close. And you're the one that now has to provide and protect and take care of and love and sustain every single day of your life for your children. So my eyes were opened and you know I, I think my relationship with my parents got better when I became a parent simply because I started to appreciate their role in my life uh, presently but of course in the past and all they had done for me growing up and I, I didn't I didn't appreciate them like they should have been appreciated. So that was one example. Another example is pastors. I had a couple pastors growing up. We had a, a pastor in Michigan. I was too young to know him. A pastor in Iowa when we moved from Michigan to Iowa and I was old enough to know the pastor but not appreciate him. In Pennsylvania we had a pastor um, 
from ages nine to I don't even know what it was, somewhere in my teenage years. And I, I appreciated his preaching. I did. He was a really good preaching pastor. And I appreciated the lessons he gave us. But I, I didn't really appreciate his position or what he does. We had another pastor for several years. And you know, I got a little bit closer to him just because I was older in age. And he was a really friendly man. And I enjoyed being around him. But I'm going to be honest. I didn't really appreciate my pastors either. Pastors were something that I know that we needed. And I was thankful they were there. If they weren't there, I was sad. But I don't remember treasuring my pastors. I don't remember just thanking the Lord for my pastors. I don't remember thinking about all that they do. And I've been a pastor now for the last three years. And I was a briefly a pastor in Michigan for a church plant. So I've been a pastor twice now. And I'm going to tell you, it's the same experience I have with my parents I now appreciate pastors more than I ever have before because now I've gotten a clear picture of what the role and job of pastors entails. And I've seen it up close and I experience it on a day, daily and weekly basis. Every day of moment of my life is impacted by being a pastor. And there's a lot of highs and a lot of successes and a lot of encouragement for being a pastor. There's also a lot of challenges and some lows and some really hard things and, and even spiritual attacks that pastors face. And I don't think you can really know that, even if someone explains it to you, unless and until you become a pastor. And that's a sad reality because that means there's people in our lives that we're never truly going to treasure and appreciate like they deserve to be. And I don't know what the solution to that is. I haven't really figured that out is how we can stop taking for granted these, these amazing people in our lives. You know, is the only solution is that we have to become one in order to appreciate them? I don't know, but the saddest thing I've been thinking about is how we do that with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ is, has been so kind to us. He's given us 66 books of divine revelation in the Bible to let us know all that he does for us and all that he is to us. And the reason he does that is so that we will appreciate him and worship him and obey him and follow him and and here's the honest thing about the Lord. He's not really doing it for his sake. Not, not primarily. Because he knows we won't really appreciate him like he deserves to be. One day, our eyes are going to be open in heaven. And we're going to see everything clearly. But I think a big chunk of why God does it that way is so that we can be healthy. Because if we don't follow the Lord, we won't be healthy. In fact, we won't even be alive. We won't end up in heaven if we don't follow Jesus Christ. So all that he does in scripture is to reveal himself is for our benefit. Yes, it glorifies his name when we begin to understand his value and we start to treasure him in our lives. But I, I'm almost guarantee the Lord knows we're going to fall short in that area. We're not going to realize all that he does for us and all that he is to us. And I'm sure that's a little bit frustrating for the God of the universe to not have his people realize just how special he is. But I don't think we're stuck where we are. I don't think we just have to be stuck in this position of not treasuring and not realizing how much Jesus Christ is to us. Because I think we can, we can go deeper into these things. And I think we must go deeper into these things. Because I think that's why the Bible exists. I think that's why we have scripture to realize how important the Lord is for our lives. And I'm going to be honest, the more I grow up in my Christian faith, the more I start to appreciate the Lord. 
because I'm not stuck. The Lord reveals himself to me. He shows me all the things he does for me. Sometimes, it's honest, the Lord lets me go on my own for a while. And I think even one of those, one of the things he does that for is to reveal to me just how important he is. Because when he go, lets me go on my own, it's not long before I cry out to God and say, God, I need you. I'm not good on my own. I mean, I, th I believe there's even been times that I've spoken in the pulpit as a pastor. And the Lord, maybe not the entire sermon, but maybe for a portion of it, and maybe I'm even way off, but it felt like he sort of let me go on my own, my own strengths and my own abilities. Maybe I got too prideful or complacent in my job. And the Lord said, I need to do this for Todd. I need to let him see what he's like without me so that he will appreciate what I do for him. And he will call out to me and he will rely upon my strength because if he relies upon his own strength, he's in trouble. He's not going to be a good pastor. He's not a good preacher without the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when that happens, boy, I, I just call out to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm no good without you. I can't do this without you. I need you. And I thank you and I praise you for who you are. And those have been some sweet fellowship I've had with the Lord. But I'm going to be honest. I don't want that to be a trend in my life. I don't want that to be a cycle that I slip into these seasons of not appreciating the Lord and he has to reveal to me and show me in sort of a difficult way. And, and, you know, it's kind of this process of always doing it this way. I want to grow up. I want to mature. And I believe we can. I believe we can in a couple ways. I believe we can simply by knowing the scripture, by being around Christ in his word and seeing what he says about himself and believing it. That if Christ says in John 15, 5, I'm the true vine and you're the branches and apart from me you can do nothing. I want to believe that. I want to believe that without Jesus Christ, I'm a dead, useless, dry branch that can produce zero fruit for God. And I want to start believing that in my life practically and start producing proper fruits simply by cultivating my relationship with the Lord and staying very, very near Him. That's one way is, is simply looking into Scripture. Another way is just looking at your life to pause in life sometimes and we need to just remember and take notice of what the Lord is doing and what the Lord has done for us recently. I don't think we do that enough. And by doing so, it'll be a good exercise for us to realize how much he's doing for us. And here's the point. The point is that if we begin to realize how much Jesus Christ infiltrates our life, and it's all for good things, none of it's negative, none of it's holding us back from joy or anything good in this life. It's all good. It's all to protect us and provide for us and sustain us and help us live forever. Everything he does in our lives is a ministry, a ministry of service and love towards us. And the point of understanding that is so that we will do something profound. We will impact this world. We will let people see the Lord Jesus Christ through us. Because we have this unique experience and privilege of being ambassadors for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know this is probably a silly illustration and probably a very poor one. And I don't want to demean the Lord in any way, but you guys know what it's like to write a review of something, right? Everybody's writing reviews today. If you go online and you want to go to a restaurant or you want to hire somebody or you want to buy something on Amazon. If you're anything like me, you go and read reviews first because you don't want to get something bad. Well, in a sense, our lives are that. 
our lives are reviews of the Lord. That the people that I work with, the people that I go to school with, the people that I'm next to as neighbors, the people that I'm friends with in the world, I'm a walking review for the Lord. Whatever they see in me about Jesus is what they're going to think about Jesus. Now, just think about that. Think about if Christianity was purely based on that, that I have the privilege and responsibility to write a review for the Lord with my life. And for the rest of my time here upon the earth, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be writing a review for all the people that are around me of what the Lord is like. And if they see discontent and pride and sin and selfishness, that's my review of the Lord. And they're going to assume and say, well, then his Lord must not be that great. But if I live a life of love and purity and self-sacrifice and contentment and praise and thanksgiving, that's my review of the Lord. And they're going to look at me and go, wow, I, I, have, to, I have to realize this. Todd's Lord seems pretty special. And I'm going to have to wrestle with that and go, maybe I need that Lord. Maybe that's something I need in my life. And that's the point, guys, is for us to be walking reviews of the Lord. And I, I would say it's a responsibility. We have to do it. But hopefully it's much more than that. It's a privilege. We get to do that. Because we used to be sinners and we used to be rebels and we used to be separated from our God and we had no relationship with him. We had no understanding of who he was. And honestly, he wasn't giving us his fatherly love. But now that's all changed. And now I have the responsibility and the privilege of writing a walking review for my Lord. And the more I realize how much he does for me and is to me, the more that review can be impacted in a positive way. I believe the fact that we can be reviews for the Lord Jesus should awaken us if it hasn't already. Because I can't think of a greater privilege in this life, what my Jesus is like, what my Jesus has done for me. And right now, Jesus is still revealing himself to me through the word, through life. And I've been thinking about that going, man, you know, scripture speaks so powerfully about the Lord. What if I really believed it? What if I really said in my life that nothing good happens without Jesus Christ? That without his presence, without his power, without his influence, there's nothing good coming in or out of my life. And if that is the case, how close should I be near him? How much should I be proclaiming him to this world? How much should I obey him? If everything that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ is good and for my benefit, why would I ever rebel from him? Why would I ever sneak around behind his back, not that I can, but sometimes I act like it. Why would I ever devalue him? Why would I ever unappreciate him? Why would I ever take him for granted? And these are questions that are rattling around in my mind. And and I think as a pastor, I have a heightened view of Jesus Christ because I get to be around him a lot. My work demands it. If I'm not around Jesus Christ, the work is going to suffer greatly. And I've learned that but I want everyone that I love to experience this. And I can only plea with you today that Jesus Christ is more important than you think he is. He's more profound for your life and for your soul 
than you believe he is right now. One day when the curtain is pulled back and you'll be able to see and tell all that he did and all that he was to you, you're going to be astonished. But I think scripture was given to us and the Holy Spirit was given to us, so we don't have to wait to be astonished. We could start to be astonished now and and by being astonished, we can start being better ambassadors and writing better reviews for the Lord um, because that's what this world needs to see. The world is desperate for hope, desperate for peace, desperate for love, and they're going every other source other than the one they should go to. And the reason is, is because there are people like us Christians who are not writing reviews for our Lord. We're just kind of silent about him. And you know, people might know we're Christians, but it's it's very in the background. Or maybe, and this is even worse, our lives are writing poor reviews of the Lord. People know we're Christian, and that's the problem, because our life doesn't match it. Our lifestyle is full of hypocrisy and sin and selfishness, and the world looks at us and goes, oh, gross, is that what Christianity is like? Is that what the Lord is like? No, thank you. I want nothing to do with that. Now, I cannot change the heart of any unbeliever, and that's not our job. But our job is to represent our Lord so well by being walking reviews of Him. And I think if we just look into Scripture and we take the exercise and pause in our life and say, what has He done for me? Even recently, what has the Lord done for me? What is He doing for me on a daily basis? Let me write it down. Let me think about it. Let me talk to a friend about it and actually help my mind wrap around the fact that Jesus Christ is so important for my life. I believe a lot will change in our life. I really do. And that's why we're doing this podcast today is because our mind needs to be more in shape, more healthy than it is up to this point. And I believe the best way of doing that is trying to wrap our minds around the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope this has encouraged you. I hope that you would take those exercises, dive into scripture, and pause and look at your own life and see what the Lord is doing. And then you, simply by doing that, will praise him, will thank him, and will be a better walking review for the Lord because he deserves it and it's a privilege to be his ambassador. And the world desperately needs to see Jesus. I hope this is a blessing. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.